Let me take you back. Back to a time of innocence. A time before television. A time where the whole family would gather around the radio to listen to their favorite radio program. Anything from Fibber McGee and Molly to Jack Benny. So let me take you back in an old-time radio comedy time machine. Available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And now, WMCA proudly presents the Mystery Theater. William Faulkner once said in describing his craft, action defines character. Applying that rule to real life, we might say, you are what you do. But can we really judge character by profession? Can we assume all doctors are gentle and all plumbers handy? Will a cop always be honest? A judge always fair? The answer is no. Anyone you and I included can slip out of character when put under pressure. Quick, quick, Ruth, into the car. Come on, baby. Come on, start, start. Harry, I see a flashlight. Get down on the floor. All right, you two. Out of the car. Hands behind your heads. It's Sergeant McAllister. Well, what do you know? It's my friend, the lawyer. Now a part-time car thief, too, I see. Our mystery drama, Tourist Trap, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Douglas Dempsey and stars Paul Hecht and Terry Keane. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The title of John Milton's epic poem, Paradise Lost, might well be applied to today's world. Who doesn't wish for a quieter, simpler time, a return to innocence? Even the vacation trip, once an easy escape, has become a desperate search for balmy island paradises and remote mountain cabins. Witness one Harry Meeker, a big city lawyer on a two-week vacation. Plagued by headaches, racked by indecision, he's searching for an escape. When he finds one, you'll learn that paradise is not always what it seems. Harry, why aren't you stopping? That's the gas station right there. Prices are too high on the interstate. I'm following that sign for, for cheap gas and fine cuisine, Downsville, five miles. I still don't know where you saw that sign. Right on the interstate, plain as day. Well, the only sign I saw said food, fuel, this exit, period. And we just passed the place. I'll find Downsville in no time. It's probably some tiny little hamlet, you know, general store with a gas pump out front and a quaint little restaurant. Mm. Why the sudden interest in rural America? Why not? 
Well, we should concentrate on getting to the lake before dark. After all, we did pay for the cabin. Hey, Ruth, if this is a vacation, I should be allowed to wander off the superhighway occasionally. I was just thinking of the time. I'm sick of schedules and destinations and, and, and planning and logic. I thought I left all that at the office. You sound like you're getting one of your headaches. Yeah. I'm tired, Ruth. I'm tired of corporate law. I'm tired of protecting some big fat company from the consumer. I mean, I just don't want it anymore. I'm sick of the, the whole system. After a decade in corporate law, I found my allegiance is with the little guy. Well, that's good. Yeah, maybe, but it's too late. I can't change sides now. But if you stay where you are, you'll never feel right. But that's the conflict. That, that's what causes these, these headaches. I... I'm stuck, Ruth. Now, look. The point of this vacation is to relax you. Let's get to Candlewood Lake. I just know you'll feel better once we settle into our little cabin. Okay. Just let me try to find this little town first. It's getting awfully late. All these little roads are unlit. And it's going to storm. I can feel it. And soon we'll be lost in the dark, creepy woods. Oh, Harry, come on. Don't tease. Oh, relax, Ruth. This won't take more than half an hour. Tops. We're lost, aren't we, Harry? I can't understand it. The sign said Downsville five miles. We covered every road within ten miles. So, this is your big escape, huh? Driving around the backwoods in circles all night? Oh, come on, Ruth. You know I didn't plan. Hey, wait, wait. Look, look. I see a light. Where? There. See that glow? Must be a house. I don't see it. Over there to the left, about about a quarter mile off. I honestly can't see any glow out there. It has to be Downsville. D watch it, Harry. There's a curve here. Huh? Oh, uh, we're uh, off the road, Harry. Do something. I can't. I can't. The wheel's caught in the shoulder. Hang on, honey. Harry! my shoulder a little on oh. the shoulder harness. Harry, you hit a tree. That was a bad curve. I didn't see it coming at all. Gosh, I hope I didn't crush the radiator. Well, the rain's let up anyway. Well, let's have a look at the damage. It doesn't look all that bad. Gosh, it's incredible. The bumper actually absorbed the blow for a change. Mm. Come on, let's go back and see if she starts. Great. <laughs> Let's head into town. Well, that's funny. I can see the light now. I was looking right at that spot before and saw nothing. Yeah, it must have been the rain. Yeah, I guess. Hey, Ruth. You, you, you know something? My headache is gone. But you just banged your head. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I got a heck of a bump, but, but my migraine is completely gone. Yeah, the town should be just over this hill. Look, there's the sign, Welcome to Downsville. I don't know how we could have missed it before. Uh, it's just like I imagined. Look, K and Al's Country Kitchen. Country spelled with a K. And the Drift Inn? Yeah, that's got to be the bar. A uh, last stop motel? Uh, here we go. McAllister's General Store and Garage with a gas pump right out front. 
Why, everything looks so ancient. <laughs> I know, isn't it great? It's just like an old movie set. <laughs> Perfect. A cranky old geezer. Uh, uh, well, took you long enough to get here. What? How's that? Hey, well, I seen your headlights come shining through my window about uh, 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, right. Well, um, we had a little trouble down the road. Well, people don't usually come here unless they got trouble. Well, we were on the interstate when we saw your sign. They were... We got lost trying to find... Uh, well, uh, pardon my asking, but uh, which one of you saw this sign? Well, in fact, uh, I did. Uh, why? And your name is... Uh... Uh, Harry Meeker. Uh, this is my wife, Ruth. Yeah, well, McAllister's my name. Hollis McAllister. Uh, Harry, can we get our gas and go? Uh, sure. Um, if you could just uh, fill it up, uh, Mr. McAllister, regular, uh, we'll be on our way. We got no regular, only premium, uh, uh, and we don't take no credit cards. Uh, fine, fine. Well, would you just uh, pump the gas, please? Oh, well, that figures. We come all the way out here to pay cash and for premium yet. You won't save a dime. I know, I know. What was all that about the sign? He wanted to know which one of us saw it. I told him I did. What on earth does he want to know that for? I don't know, Ruth. It was just his way of making conversation, I guess. Say <laughs> so he's a little eccentric. Hmm. I'll feel much better once we're on our way. Check under the hood. Oh, uh, yes, please. Uh-oh, you'd better come take a look at this. Uh, now what? Uh, yeah? Well, your radiator's busted. You're losing water fast. But it was it was fine before. Yeah, it hit something, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I bumped into a tree, but but there was no damage. I, I checked. Well, she's sure leaking now. Take a look. How could that be? <laughs> Real easy. You bashed in this here bracket, you see? And she poked right up into the radiator. Well, maybe you can put in some kind of a sealant. Uh, we, we really have to get going. Well, I'll see what I got. Harry, what is going on? D did you hear a loud pop when, when he opened the hood? I wasn't listening. Why? I think he poked a hole in our radiator. Deliberately? Well, I'm not sure, but we better not aggravate him too much. He seems like the type that'll sour real quick. Well, uh, I ain't got no sealing compound. And cheapest thing to be, be to junk the whole radiator and put in another. You've got to be kidding. Well, be faster than patching up that hole. Hey, I'll head out into the odd old graveyard tomorrow morning and uh, see if I can find your used one. Tomorrow? Now, now listen, um, uh, listen, uh, uh, suppose, uh, suppose I pay you a bonus to do the work now? <laughs> no way, mister. I ain't climbing around no junkyard this time of night. All right, then I'm going back to the interstate. Uh-uh, you'll never make it. Engine will overheat. Now, look it. You just come see me about 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'll have her all fixed up and ready to go. Harry, we can't stay here. Ruth, what else can we do? Well, you folks best go see Kay across the street. Country kitchen's open till 10, and the motel's open all night. Okay, let's go, Ruth. No, uh, Mr. McAllister, uh, uh, could you give me a receipt for the car? Ain't got any. Uh, well, uh, how about a business card or anything? Eh. Well, uh, here. Take a pocket calendar. Phone number's on it. Oh, thanks. Uh, we'll see you in the morning. Hey, uh, but don't show up too early. Ten o'clock. Well, I hope you're satisfied, Harry. Oh, I'll get us out of here, Ruth. 
We'll call the auto club. They'll bring us a car. Meantime, we can have a bite at K&L's Country Kitchen. No, thank you. If it's anything like McAllister's service station, we'll wind up sick in bed. Okay, let's try the last stop motel. They must have a phone. Well, it's appropriately named, considering our luck so far. <laughs> let's hope not. Evening. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm uh, Harry Meeker. This is Ruth, my wife. Our uh, car broke down and... Need a room for the night, hmm? Uh, well, no, no. We'd just like to use your telephone. Stone dead. Storm blew the lines down. <sighs> Here we go again, Harry. Well, uh, maybe... Could you rent us a car, ma'am? Uh, like, just for the evening? Don't have one. Well, you're going to stand there all night or come in. Uh, registers on the table... Might as well sign in. Yep, might as well. What you doing way out here? Uh, we're vacationing at Candlewood Lake, only as you can see, we aren't there yet. Used to have our own resort, just outside of town, Overton Pond. Used to? Well, interstate passed us by. Killed Overton. Killed Downsville, too. Stone dead. Uh, excuse me, Miss... Mrs. K. McAllister, Hollis's sister-in-law. If that's your next question... Actually, I was wondering about your rates. There's only one room. $22.50. Two single beds, sheets and towels included. Sink in the room, toilet, and shower down the hall. Single beds? That's right. One person to a bed. House room. Oh, uh, yeah, look, uh, that's, that's fine. We'll take it. Coffee in the morning. Breakfast is extra. You better order now. I think we can skip breakfast. We'd like to get an early start. Don't expect Hollis to finish your radiator before noon. May as well order breakfast and lunch. Noon? You said 10 o'clock. Uh, Ruth, Ruth, uh, forget it. Um, fine, fine breakfast, uh, fine lunch. Oh. Okay. To cash in advance. House rule. Okay. Here, here you go. Thank you. Light out by 11. Enjoy your stay in Downsville. Good night. I can't sleep here. This place is awful. I've never seen such a tourist trap. And, and tell me something. How in heaven did she know about our radiator? Well, I told her we broke down. But that's all you said. Our car broke down. Now, how did she get don't expect Hollis to fix your radiator from that? Well, maybe Hollis called her. With the phone dead? I don't know. It is kind of spooky. Evil is what it is, Harry. Something is wrong here. Very wrong. Harry Meeker has found his little corner of the world. But it's no paradise. Quite the opposite. It's a dusty clump of shacks not to be found on any map. It's a one-horse town without the horse. What does Downsville want from the Meekers? Their money, their time, or something else. We'll tour the town in Act Two. Stranded in a grim little town, Harry and Ruth Meeker face a depressing situation. This is the first day of their vacation, and their car is in the garage. They are completely at the mercy of that most unpredictable character, the auto mechanic. If they can manage to stay in his good graces, the job may soon be done. But if they rub him the wrong way, 
Who knows what fate awaits their four-door? Against this background of suspense, let us now join Harry and Ruth. Oh, listen to that, Ruth. It's a beautiful morning. Yeah, too bad we're not spending it watching the sailboats on Candlewood Lake instead of staring out of a motel window near McAllister's garage. Can you see him down there? Uh, any sign of life? Nope. Although it is a little hard to tell from across the street. Let's walk over... Uh, no, and... no, Ruth, not yet. Let's give him until 10 o'clock, like he said. Such respect. Do you actually trust Hollis McAllister after last night? No, he's not such a bad guy. He's just trying to survive. Yeah, I reserve judgment on his character until after I hear what he has to say about our car. I suspect he enjoys the role of doomsayer. Hello? Hello, Mr. McAllister. Are you in there? I can see our car through the window. The hood is still up. No, that's not a good sign. Okay, come on, let's go in. Hello? Uh, uh, Watch your clothing, Ruth. Uh, Uh, Everything is covered with grease. This place smells like death warmed over. There he is, under the car. Listen. (laughs) He's asleep. McAllister. McAllister, Uh, wake up. Oh, well, hello. I guess I must have dozed off. How are you, folks? Uh, never mind about us. How's our car? Well, she ain't ready yet. Why not? Uh, complications set in. What kind of complications? Water pumps on the blink. Now, just just a minute, Mr. Callister. When I brought this car in last night, it was running just fine. No, no, keep your shirt on. You ain't the first person's ever had car trouble. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm listening. All right, crack of dawn, I went out to the auto graveyard, and I couldn't find no radiator to fit your car. So I come back here and patched up the busted one. And? And when I started her up, she overheated. So I figured the water pump was out of work. Yeah, well, never mind about that. We'll take the car as is. Now, how much do I owe you? Oh, no, can't take it. Got it all tore apart. She's all disassembled. Well, you'll have to put it back together. But you got to fix the water pump first. Okay, okay, I'll play your game. How much do you want for everything? How much? Well, you must have a dollar figure in mind, a, a certain amount you plan to make off me. Well, I charge fair prices, mister. Drop the act, McAllister. I'm willing to give you a check for the full amount. Oh, no, this ain't no act, mister. I'm doing my job, and I ain't no crook. I didn't say you were. Now, look, how much more time will it take? Well, better part of, better part of today, I figure... Yeah, why don't you walk around town and see the sights? Oh, I can see this is hopeless. Come on, let's go, Ruth. No, no, no. There's no sense leaving in a huff, Mr. Mika. You come here by choice, didn't you? Well, you must have had some reason. Maybe you ought to think on that for a spell, eh? How long have we been sitting here? Eh, not long. Half hour, maybe. Well, look, I'm ready to give up. You can't hitchhike if there aren't any cars. What else can we do? Walk. Good old-fashioned locomotion. The farther we get from this place, the closer we'll be to civilization. All right, all right. Let's go. You know, Harry... What? I've been thinking about what Hollis said back there. How you must have had a purpose in coming to Downsville. Yeah, I think that was just his brand of sarcasm. No. 
You did have a purpose of sorts. Remember? You were trying to run away. You wanted to avoid thinking about your work. Yeah, well, I've succeeded in that. I haven't haven't given work a thought since we got here. Now, my point is, maybe you should. What? You said you wanted to protect the little guy for a change instead of the powers that be. Oh? Here's your chance. What are you talking about? You, you, you mean this town? <laughs> they don't need any help. They've found a way to survive. No, I don't mean help them. I mean you should prosecute the McAllisters and their tourist trap. Their corrupt little setup. They're just feeding off the consumer. No, no, you're overreacting, Ruth. I, I, I don't think they're that organized. All I want to do is find a telephone and try to get another car. Okay. Suit yourself. Oh, hey. Look at that sign. McAllister's Automotive Salvage and Parts. The auto graveyard we've heard so much about. Let's have a closer look. I've got a hunch. They don't look much like wrecks, do they? No. I imagined a few rusty old Chevys. This looks more like a used car lot. Look, look over there. Isn't that blue sedan the same as our car? Yeah. That's our model, all right. I bet there's a perfectly good radiator in it, too. That sneaky little weasel, Hollis. Look, a lot of them still have license plates on them. Florida? Iowa? Yeah. Utah? Massachusetts? Tourists. Just like us. I bet every one of these cars wandered into town like we did. And Hollis McAllister, quote, fixed their cars. Yeah, what a racket. McAllister tells you your, your motor is shot and, and suggests you junk the car. He offers you a couple hundred bucks for your wreck, and then he turns around and sells you one of his used cars for a grand or two. You see, Harry? We've got all the evidence we need to nail him, but good. Yeah, I suppose I could build a case, but... Oh, hey, I hear a car coming. Oh, great. Let's flag it down. Hey! Hey, over here! Oh, it's a state policeman. What luck. Well, howdy. Howdy, tell me, what's the trouble? Oh, officer, our um, our car broke down, and uh, could you give us a lift to, to the interstate? Sure, I'd be glad to. Hop in. Well, where are you folks from? Uh, we're from Washington, uh, D.C. We're vacationing up here at uh, Candlewood Lake. Oh, well, a little out of the way, aren't you? Yeah, we sort of wandered into Downsville and... Is that where you left your car? Yeah, we didn't actually leave it there. It's being held by the mechanic. Uh, well, if we're going to make a complaint, this is the logical place to start. You've, uh, you've had some problems? Oh, yes. A mechanic named Hollis McAllister has appropriated our uh, automobile. Uh, officer, it's not uh, actually as simple as that. Uh, last night, we took a curve too fast and, and hit a tree. We damaged our radiator. Harry, you said Hollis punched that hole in the radiator himself. Uh, I can't prove it, Ruth. Uh, but this Hollis did fix the damage. Uh, well, no, that's the problem. He's been dilly-dallying with it since last night. He's cost us a day of our vacation, and who knows how much money. Tell you what. Now, why don't we head back into town, talk to this fellow, see if we can't settle things. Uh, we've already tried, officer. You'd just be wasting your time. The damage has been done, and we intend to take action. You mean you're going to sue him? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, filing a suit is no overnight process. Well, I'm aware of the legal process. I'm a lawyer. Well, I... The man is dishonest. Someone has to stand up and say so. Don't you agree, officer? Well, no, I don't. I think you're being too tough on the old guy. 
Now, what is he guilty of, really? Well, how about fraud, huh? False advertising. Tampering with personal property. Failure to deliver services. <laughs> Look, if you want to get technical, I could haul you in for hitchhiking. You know, it's illegal in this county. But we were desperate. Oh, and I have been meaning to ask you... Just why were you snooping around the auto graveyard when I picked you up? You know, now that, trespassing. We were gathering evidence. That junkyard belongs to Hollis McAllister, and he's got cars in there from all over. New cars. Well, I happen to know it's on the level. Hollis buys those wrecks and fixes them up. And he sells them. It's all perfectly legal. You, uh, you know Hollis, sir? Oh, pardon me, I... I didn't introduce myself. I'm Sergeant Albert McAllister. Hollis is my dad. Why didn't you tell us that before when we first mentioned his name? Well, some things are better left unsaid. Harry, look, isn't this the curve where we hit the tree? Yeah, you're right. We're we're back in Downsville. We've just driven around in, in, in a big circle. What's the idea, officer? I'm sorry, folks. This is as far as I can take you. You're an officer of the law. Are you refusing to help us? No, no, I'm keeping you out of trouble, mister. You get yourself into this legal business too deep, and you might forget why you come to Downsville in the first place. Now, you just stay here. Wait for Hollis to finish your car. I'm back. Oh, hi, honey. I've packed the luggage. So, what's the verdict? Take one good guess. Oh, no. What did he say this time? What's the difference? He hasn't even got the engine back together. He says it'll be ready by morning. <laughs> we know better. So, unpack the suitcase? No, no, no. Don't do that. Now, Ruth, I got a plan to get us out of here. Now, you see, I, I got some supplies from the hardware store... Can I come in? Yeah, uh, just a minute. Uh, quick, Ruth, hide the bag. Uh, okay, okay, come in. Evening. I figured you'd be staying, so I fixed some dinner. Well, how'd you figure that? It don't take no genius to see Hollis ain't nowhere near done with your car. Um, yeah, fine, fine. We'll we'll have dinner then. Um... Mashed potatoes and corned beef hash. I ain't got no greens. Ah, uh, yeah, it sounds great. Uh, we'll be down in a minute. Take your time. Harry, I'm going to go crazy. What's your plan? Okay, get the bag. Look at the hardware. Hey, the flashlight, yeah. wire, wire cutters, tape. What, are we going to break out of prison? We are going to break into the junkyard. What for? So we can hotwire a car. Harry, steal a car? Are you sure? Why not? Hollis certainly stole ours. But, uh, Harry, if you get caught, you could be disbarred. I'm ready to risk it. Talking to Hollis tonight, I got scared. Scared? Yeah, really frightened. I got the feeling we might never get out of here if I don't try it now. Tonight. <laughs> self-defense, our heroes have become criminals. But they've been pushed to it, haven't they? Especially Harry. He knows that some powerful force has a grip on his destiny, and he knows that he must resist it at whatever the cost. We'll be with Act 3 shortly. A horse 
A horse. My kingdom for a horse. Thus cried King Richard III in battle at Bosworth Field. And tonight, a car, a car, my practice for a car is the cry of attorney Harold Meeker, no less desperate in the village of Downsville. Soon, using device and daring, he will get one and then win his battle against the corrupt McAllister clan. Oh, Willie, is it possible that his trouble runs deeper than the argument over an automobile? Harry, I can't do it. There is no way I'm going to climb a chain-link fence. That's what the wire cutters are for. Now, I'll just help snip around this lock. And we open the gate. You see, Ruth? We'll be able to drive the car right through here. Come on! Okay. Okay, let's try the blue sedan. Oh, oh. What happened? Oh, I tripped over this boulder. Well, be careful. These rocks are all over. you got to watch out. Oh, Harry. Oh, maybe we should go back. We can't. we got to go through with this. It won't look good on your record. Grand theft, auto. If we hurry up, we won't be caught. All right, all right. What do I do? Here, hold the flashlight while I open the hood. Look, shouldn't we worry about fingerprints? No. They either catch us red-handed or not at all. All right. Okay. Now shine the light inside. Mm. That's good. Uh, there's the battery. Now let's see if we can hotwire this baby and get out of here. Car doors are all locked. No problem. I got a coat hanger. Compliments of the last stop motel. Uh, if I can just reach in and... Ah, got it. But that... That was so easy. Sure, sure. Now, I'll just cut the ignition wires up under the dashboard. Here, Ruth. Ruth, hold the light underneath here so I can see the colors. Okay. Okay, now, we'll try red to green. Yeah, nothing. Red to blue. Nothing. Red to yellow. Wait, oh. got it. You're a regular wig. Yeah, I learned it watching all those TV cop shows. Uh-oh. Oh, guard dog. You mean they're in here? In the junkyard? Quick, get in the car. Oh. Lock the doors, Ruth. I'll try the wire again. Come on, baby, start. Oh, what's the matter? Uh, probably the one thing I didn't think to bring. Gas. Oh, Harry, there are about two or three German shepherds out there, and they don't look very friendly. This car is not going to start. We'll have to wait. Harry, look. There's someone with a flashlight. Get down on the floor. All right, you two. Out of the car. Hands behind your heads. It's Sergeant McAllister. Well, what do you know? Our friend the lawyer is also a car thief. Well, what a surprise. I knew this would happen. We are in the process of appropriating this property in exchange for our property. Uh, skip the mumbo-jumbo, Mr. Lawyer. Just get in the squad car. If you are planning to arrest us, officer, you should state the charges and advise us of our rights. Well, you're awfully cocky for someone on the receiving end of a .357 Magnum. Officer, we are not thieves. We're victims. Oh, that's so. Well... Let's hear you explain that to Hollis. Come on. All right. All right. 
I'm coming. All right, now. Oh, what's up, Albert? I've got a couple of your customers here. Mr. and Mrs. Meeker. Very good evening. I caught them over at the salvage yard trying to hotwire one of your cars. Now, why would you want to do that, folks? Your car's all ready to go. What? Since, since when? Since this evening. I tried to call the motel. Yeah, I'll bet. So, uh, how much do I owe you, huh? Two grand? Oh, there's no charge. What? I don't need your money, Mr. Meeker. Let's just say I did the work for my own enjoyment. You kept us trapped here for your enjoyment? That's cruel, not to mention dishonest. Uh, speaking of dishonest, Hollis, you want to press charges? I don't think we'll have to do that. They are okay, folks. Now, you can't talk your way out of this, Hollis. You caused us damages, and we plan to file a complaint against you at the county courthouse. File away. We know about your racket with the used cars. There will be an investigation. Well, that's good. Our prosecutor needs something to do. Hey, <laughs> Don't you think so, Albert? Uh, give him the keys to my car, please. You still don't get it, do you? After all this time, you still don't know why you're here. Even after looking around the auto graveyard, maybe you didn't look hard enough. And maybe I've had enough of your little games. Uh, Albert, I'm thinking we ought to take him over to the junkyard again. Yes, I think that would be a real good idea. Uh, me too. Yes, sir. There's something in the junkyard you ought to see, mister. Fine, fine. Now, just give me the keys and I'll follow you over there. No. You'll ride over with Albert and me. Oh, here, Mrs. Meeker. You can have the keys. But, but I want to go with my husband. Uh, Hollis, um, Hollis, do you mind if I have a word with my wife uh, just for a moment? No, go right ahead. Thanks. Look, it's okay, Ruth. Uh, you take our car. I'm not sure what they're up to, but I've got a feeling they want to book me. They'll take me out to the junkyard. They'll walk me through our little break-in, and then they'll arrest me. You want me to go get help? No, no. Now, you come out to the junkyard, too, but keep the car running. And first chance I get, I'll make a run for it. All right, that's enough, Mika. Time's a-wasting. Into the squad car. Be careful, honey. Return to the scene of the crime. Hey, Mika? Very funny. So, what's this all about? I just want you to walk into the junkyard like you've done before. Yeah. Retrace your steps. Now, you too, Mrs. Meeker. Come on, over here. Well, we came through the gate and we went off to the left here through through the tall grass. Watch it. That's where I stumbled on one of those big rocks. Uh, oh, uh, take the flashlight, Harry. Uh, take a look at those rocks. Now, tell me what you see. Well, there's... Uh... There's uh, about 25 or 30 large rocks lying around in the grass. They're all about the same size. Yeah. Try to pick one up. What? Just do it. <sighs> well, I can't. It's buried or something. Hey, the sides are smooth. Like a gravestone. That's right. You're standing in the middle of the Downsville Cemetery, Harry. Oh, good Lord. Uh, read me what they say, Harry. Read the names with the flashlight. Well, that's hard to make out. Um, McAllister, Kay, and Albert McAllister. And 
Hollis. Are, are, are these relatives? Oh, and look over here. Look at this one. Where? Now, let me see. <gasps> Harold Meeker. What? I mean, this is crazy. What is this? You're supposed to be here, Harry. You belong here. With us. No, you're wrong. I don't. This isn't real. Harry, Come on, Ruth. Come on, run for the car. Go! Go! Ah, there's no use trying to leave, Harry. You'll be back. You'll always come back. Come on, Ruth. Come on, let's get going. You'll be back, Harry! Be careful. It's wet. They can't have me, Ruth. I won't stay. Harry. i got to get away. They are not following you. Please slow down. No, no, I can't. Not yet. But watch it. We're coming to that curve. What? You're sliding off the road. Do something. I, I can't. The wheel. The wheel's caught in the shoulder. Harry! I think he's coming out of it. Ruth. Ruth, is that you? Yes, yes, I'm right here, Harry. I'll go fetch the doctor. Uh, my head. Where are we? The hospital in Lansdale. How do you feel? Oh, a little dazed. How long? Uh, how long was I out? Several hours. You were in a coma. C- coma? But the doctor says you're out of danger now. Uh, how about you? Oh, just some bruises, that's all. You hit a tree, Harry. We we were very lucky. A state policeman saw our car in the ditch. He brought us here. You mean Sergeant McAllister rescued us? Huh. I wouldn't have believed it. Sergeant who? McAllister. Albert. Hollis's son. Darling, what are you talking about? The cop, the mechanic from Downsville. Harry, we skidded off the road and hit a tree. We never found any Downsville. Well, if we spent all day there trying to get our car fixed. We spent the night. What? What day is it? What do you mean? It's Saturday. Harry, it's only Friday. It's Friday night. What is this? What, what are you trying to pull? Harry, calm yourself. Hello. I see our Rip Van Winkle has finally come around. Harry, this is Dr. Helen Ornish. Well, that's good. Maybe you can explain all this. Explain? He's having a reaction, Doctor. Now, look, how, how did I lose to 24 hours? Oh, I think I can explain. You suffered a violent blow to the head and went into shock. Your vital signs became very weak and you went into a coma. You mean... You mean, you mean I, I, I knew... During your weakened state, it's likely you had some oh, unusual dreams of a very vivid nature. I was in that town for 24 hours. Oh, I'm sure you were, in your mind. Mr. Meeker, I am an expert in dream symbolism. Perhaps we should analyze your dream. There's nothing to analyze, Doctor. Downsville is, is a, a tourist trap. We, we were stuck there. Did you... Did you say Downsville, Mr. Meeker? Uh, Yeah, that's right. That's quite amazing. I'm familiar with the Downsville case. It's true? You see, the McAllisters are probably notorious around here. The place was known for fraud. 
corrupt from top to bottom. In fact, the investigation went to the top, the county clerk's office. You, you said went? Yes, that was 20 years ago, the early 60s. Those people are all dead now. The town's gone. Then, then how, how do I know all the details? The, the last stop motel, uh, Hollis's garage. You're a lawyer. You probably read about the case in some journal. You may have forgotten, but the facts stayed with you. Yeah, that's very neat, Doctor. Only it doesn't explain the gravestones. Gravestones? Yeah, it was very strange. They, they took me out to the cemetery, and, and they had headstones for everyone, for, for themselves. They even had one for me. Now, those aren't the kind of facts you get from a, from a legal journal. Dream symbolism. You were afraid to die. Well, I have a theory. Now, I've read about people who experience dying. They cross over that threshold. Just for a brief moment. They have visions, take trips, visit relatives in other cities, and then they come back to life. Sometimes it's quite wonderful. Oh, I, I hate to shatter your illusions, folks, but you're talking about parapsychology. From a medical viewpoint, it's pure nonsense. A dream is an electrochemical storm in the brain, nothing more. Well, some of us believe that a human being is more than a walking chemistry set, Doctor. That's right. I, kn I know that I visited that town somehow, and, and, and it was for a reason. Call it parapsychology, call, call it a dream, call it magic, but it took a great weight off my mind. I'm ready to go out and start fresh. Now, I'm sorry, but you're still my patient. I won't release you until I have proof that you're calm and thinking rationally. Proof? Now, please, take a sedative, and you'll find all this making much more sense in the morning. Uh, now, now, wait a minute. I've... I've got some proof for you. Um, where, where are my pants? They're hanging in the closet here. Quick, Ruth, go and get them. Now, uh, go go into the uh, right front pocket. Um, what do you find? Right front. Oh, here. Uh, it's one of those little wallet-sized calendars. Oh, read it. McAllister's Automotive. Downsville. What's the date on it, Ruth? 1961. That's the receipt Hollis gave me for the car. There's your proof, Doctor. And now, if you don't mind, I'd like to check out of here. The doctor has a point. The psychic sciences are not well established. Indeed, many feel they will never be true sciences, but only myth and superstition. Of course, none of this matters to Harry. He is at peace with himself. More about Harry and his proof after this. Throughout history, various cultures have tried to prepare their dearly departed for the trip to the next world. American Indians sent their warriors downstream in fully equipped canoes. The ancient Egyptians buried their kings with food, money, and servants. Harold Meeker may be the first, though, to bring an object back from the beyond. Perhaps it will serve to remind him that he has buried his demons. Perhaps it will be a reminder of just how lucky he is to be here. Our cast included Paul Hecht, Terry Keane, Earl Hammond, and E.V. Juster. 
The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. He goes out almost every night and meets these men. They all gather somewhere. How do they get there? They all come in their cars. Is one of those cars a big blue sedan? A big blue sedan? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Is that the one that belongs to Harold Soames? No, nah, no, nah, he drives a white sports car. Oh. Well, the next time all those folks get together, I want you to find out the license number of the blue sedan. Nothing happened for the next two days. Then on the third night, I got a telephone call. Lieutenant, this is Mouse. Mouse Weber. What's the matter, Mouse? I want you to come and get me. 